Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. I'm, re- I'm almost in the new year in my spirit, just to be serious. Um, I really feel this year is going to be a year where the blessing of God is going to be on your life in a greater way. I want to talk to you about some of this stuff. I want you to know the anointing makes the difference. I mean, church, we, we, we talk like this, but sometimes what happens is church sometimes loses the sense of the spirituality that it should continue to carry because it, it's, it's the change and transformation that's going to change your life forever. It's the anointing. The anointing makes the difference, amen? Some of you say, what's the anointing? It's the power of God on you in your situation, amen? Look in Galatians chapter three. I want you to look at this. I'm gonna take you a couple places today, and I really want, I'm gonna, when you leave this room today, you're not gonna leave this room the same way you came in here. Um, I'm serious. Um, Somebody said, well, uh, uh, yeah, I will. No, you're not. Because Galatians chapter three today, I'm gonna take you to a level of the anointing in your life to remove burdens and destroy yokes, Amen. I really believe that I'm on an assignment today, and I've got no problem with that. Um, Galatians chapter 3, I want you to look at this, um, and I want you to see this. And we're going to start reading. Um, we can start reading with verse 7, amen, Galatians chapter 3 and 7. And I want you to notice, I, I, want, you to, I want you to think your way to another dimension. I want you to think your way to another dimension. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. That means if I could change your thinking, I could change the level of where you can go in God. Amen? So I want you to, like, remove the, the, the restrictions, move the ceiling of what you feel, and just, just you, here's what I say. you got to trust somebody with your spiritual life. So trust what I say about you because sometimes what I say about you, you're not going to be able to believe about you the minute I say it. That's the, that's the, that's the mystery of preaching the gospel. You're going to hear it and go, man, but you don't know. Don't worry about what I don't know. The Bible knows more than you know, okay? So go, man, I got a mountain. Don't worry, mountains will move, okay? We just got to get the right substance to move it. There's a way to get every job done if you got the right tools, amen, right? You can make some stuff move if you got to get it to move. You ever watch, like, sometimes I watch these shows. I just watch it. I'm like, how in the world are they going to move? Like, I watched them one time. They moved, like, a, a house. You know, I was like, how are they going to move that house? And they didn't have nothing. You know what they did? They put logs out. And they got that thing high enough to get it on the logs. And all they said, all we got to do is we, we just pull it and keep rolling it and moving the logs. And ro- I said, boy, that worked. You know, that's how they're building pyramids and all that stuff. You know, mil- you know, like you think a million years ago, you know, decades ago, they built. How'd they do this stuff? They didn't have no power. They figured out a way. If you got the right substance to remove some stuff, you can get some mountains to leave your life. I'm going to give you the substance that moves mountains, okay? It says, know ye therefore that that which are of fate, the same are the children of Abraham. And they got to understand something. Why do we get lumped in with Abraham? You ever hear that? You hear the children of Abraham. You get Abraham's blessing. Well, we get stuck in Abraham because Abraham was the father of faith. Abraham was the first man to really believe God for a promise, kind of like you could say. Because everybody had basically messed up. And we know Noah and a couple guys did good things. But God needed himself in the earth to help mankind. Okay? So he had to find somebody to believe him. And Abraham believed him. Abraham basically received on credit what faith can get him from a cross, okay? Because it was, it was years before. So Abraham had to believe God. So God's looking for somebody to believe him in the earth, okay? Now, we all understand Abraham had some questions. Your questions are not too big for God. God will answer them, 
Remember Abraham? How's this going to be? You don't know a lot about Abraham. You know Abraham, right? Come out where the stars in the sky and all this stuff. He's like, I don't even understand this stuff, God. God, I found out something about God. He ain't, he's not, he don't care how many questions you got. Just don't get in unbelief. Does that make sense? Don't, he could care less. What, you can, how, why is this how? He's okay with all that. Just don't get in unbelief. Once you get in unbelief, you kind of, you kind of make it harder for him to communicate with you because God needs one thing. He needs faith. You know, God's greatest, if God's greatest desire is to be believed, then man, I'll tell you, Wednesday I was talking about that. Wednesday night I, I was kind of sharing about if God's greatest desire is to be believed, then waiting, waiting is, the produ- is me producing the pleasure in God's life, but I can't stand it. I'm going to go real slow. So let me ask a question. You sow, and then we all expect to reap. Usually you sow when it takes time to reap. What do I do in the middle of the waiting? Right? Ain't that it, right? Now I'm in the waiting. Now I start to, I, 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 I'll help you. I'll get, I'll get you patience like you never had before. It's really, it's really rough, but it's good. It's not rough in a bad way. It's a great way. Waiting, waiting produces trust. Right? Write it down, some of you. Waiting produces trust. So now wait a minute. What's God's greatest desire? It's to be believed. So wait a minute. Is my waiting producing pleasure in God's life? Sure it is. Because he shows him I still trust him. So maybe it's painful for me to wait, but if it's producing pleasure in God's life, what do I care? It's all about how you look at everything. So now waiting doesn't look as bad because waiting is just the proof of trust. And if God sees the proof of trust in my life, then he's obviously being pleasured because God's greatest desire is what? To be believed. Where do you get that from? You get that from Hebrews 11.6. Right? Right? What's the, Hebrews 11.1, now faith is the substance of things, hope for evidence of things not seen. By it the elders obtain a good report. We understand the world was framed by the words which we speak. But he that comes to God must believe, 11.6, he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He that comes to God must believe that he is. Is what? Is God? No. You would, listen, if you didn't think he was God, you wouldn't be coming to him. You must believe that he's a rewarder. The minute you start believing God's a rewarder, trust will go through the roof. See, most people don't think God wants to do nothing for them. That's why they don't come to God. Every time, listen to me, every time you don't go to God with the stuff that's going on in life, we call it, we're taking care of it. Really, we're saying we don't trust you to take care of it. Come to God quick. Go quick. Go quick. So I said, well, you know, I can handle it. Don't handle it. Give it to God. So, so wait a minute. So if waiting produces pleasure, sure it does. He must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You want to know why people stop diligently seeking God? They don't see nothing happening. When I don't see nothing happen, what do they do? They back up, they put the brakes on the seeking because, well, if I'm not moving towards him, he ain't doing nothing, why should I move towards him? You, know, you, got, you move towards God because he is, not because of what he does. I'm telling you, you'll fall in love with Jesus. You leave a meeting like this, falling in love with Jesus again. It's the truth. You want to know why? We get goofy with him. Well, I'm going to come and hang out with you if you do something for me. You know what I mean? Really, that's what they were saying. God, if you do something for me, look, this is not a rebuke. I'm telling you how to do it. You don't think I, I go through the same stuff, man. I go through the same stuff you go through. So let me, let me help you. So Pastor Chris, what do you say? Seek him anyway. You know what? If it don't work, sit there and go, praise the Lord. I'm coming earlier tomorrow. Oh, my God. You'll start doing something in heaven. 
See, people get big, I, I ain't going to church. I ain't, ain't going to serve God. I, ain't gonna, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you right here now, half the people that, I, that, 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 that think they're saved, I don't know if they even know who God is, let alone they saved. Yeah, break. Got works that look like wicked nonsense, and you tell me you all tucked up with Jesus. Yeah, okay. Come on, man. Look, I'm down with, look, don't, let's not push it. I'm not, works don't mean jack, but your work should look something like Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit. Little bit. You know, you know, uh, you know, ducks quack. You know what I'm saying? So if you a duck, you quack. Hello? If you a billy goat, you bah. You a Christian, you better look like one once in a while. Come on, get with me. Don't be acting. Now, I'm not saying you guys, but you know what I'm saying? Some of your goofy friends, well, you know, no, nah, I ain't hanging. Let me tell you another thing, man. I'm going to get you on this one. You better get away from these people that think broke, talk broke, walk broke, sick people. You better do an inventory of your life. Look, go to Psalms chapter 1. This is going to matter. I like, I like having friends. I'd rather be lonely. I'm going to tell you what. Go to Psalms chapter 1 and 1, please. Look, you got to see this. This will change you, man. You understand? And kids, young kids, that's the most important thing you do. Get away from all those goofy kids in school. Don't try to be around none of them kids. They ain't going nowhere. I want to be cool. Stop cool. Cool cool's for a fool. Don't worry about no cool. You want to be godly. And I know it's peer pressure and it's hard. Well, I want to hang out with the kids that are cool. Them cool kids are going, I hung out with the cool kids. They were going nowhere, man. And I got in trouble for hanging out with them. Association will produce what? Guilt. The Bible says, right, ungodly communication is no good. But look at this. Blessed is the man. You bet. Look, man, read the Bible. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. You're going to hang around ungodly people and listen to these ding-dongs? They ain't taking you nowhere. He said, blessed is the man what? That walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sinneth in the sway of the sinner. Now, look, that means ungodly sinners and scornful people, you better get out of your life. Now, look, you could be nice. You ain't got to hang out with them. Look, I'm just telling you, where are you getting your advice from? Well, I went to church and pastor said this. Then I called Aunt Mary, and Aunt Mary told me, Aunt Mary ain't got no sense in her head. Tell Aunt Mary, call me. Call the church. You know what I'm saying? Where are you getting this from? You looking at me in that tone of voice, but you know I'm telling the God's honest truth. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Isn't it amazing that you, uh, all the people that mad can find one another? They ain't even got no Rolodex for it. They just find one another. They find one another supernaturally communicating through the spirit. All the grumpy people hang out in packs. Well, crazy, right? Ain't it true? All the mad people find one another. All the grumpy people, all the broke people found one another too. Right? You know what I'm saying? I don't like, I'm not going to go, look, I'm telling you, you got to get out of some, some environment you're in. I'm just trying to help you. They don't think right. They don't think right. One of the kids yesterday, you know, Christmas is coming. They want money for everything. They want, to, they want everything. One of the kids says, I said, you better be quiet. I could, oh, they, they were talking about money, you know, like, because they think, like, they don't, they didn't. I said, don't say you don't have. Don't say you don't have. You be quiet. I said, you just you hush it. Because they want to they get 80 presents before Christmas. You know, they, the one joker told me, Christmas is three weeks away. What are we supposed to do now? I'm like, boy, I'm going to smack you. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're in the mindset of, you know, and I understand, but don't you get around. You know, you got those broke people you hang around. They talk broke. I can't afford that. Now you're talking like them. So look at the Bible. What's it say to do? Get out of the, look, you could be friendly with people. Just don't take their counsel. Don't let their words rub off on you. 
Don't let them rub off on you. You got to work. Look, all you people, business people. How many business people I got? Raise your hand. You got to deal with some jacked up people all day long. Don't let them rub off. They come in your office. They're like cuckoo. That cuckoo will try to get in the office. You know how like you got sick people? You know, remember your mom? <laughs> you know, they got Lysol everywhere. You know what I mean? You, know, you ever have a sick person come in? Some of you know what I'm talking about. You like that, right? As soon as that sick person comes in, they walk in, they sniff it. As soon as they, you got that Lysol out. They touch the phone. They touch the doorknob. They went in the bathroom. I know they did. Right? Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about and who I'm talking about, right? That's what you got to do with some people. Did they leave? Are they gone? I played the blood over this place. I don't need none of that funky, nuts, crazy stuff going. Get rid of it. Give me an amen. I'm telling the truth because that stuff's getting on you. You can't see in the spirit realm. That stuff gets on you. Now all of a sudden you're mad. You don't even know what you're mad about. You're mad because they were mad. They brought mad in the building. Now you're mad. They brought down in the building. You ever been up? You ever been up? You're like, you up. Woo, I'm up. Woo. Ready to go. They come around. You, like, you leave like, uh, I'm depressed. I don't know what I'm depressed about. Association is important. Look what it says there. Nor sits in the what? Sits in the sea of the scornful. Get out the way of these ungodly communicated people. Why is that? Because blessed is the man. Empowered to prosper is the man. Association has a lot to do with it. I told him this. You think I'm kidding. This, I, I, when I, we were given the one week, I said, look in your row. If you think there's some stingy people, move. People, where you sit will affect you, man. You ever see people get all puckered up? They start ruffling every day. Get all nervous. I used to go to meetings. I used to go to meetings with buddies of mine. I'm like, bro, go sit somewhere else. How long are we going to be? Shut up, bro. I got to hear this. I almost stabbed my buddy in Bible school with a pencil. I called him this week. It's his birthday. I'm going to call him this week. He's in Minnesota. I said, bro, you talk to me again. I'm going to stab you with this pencil. I will, I'll be the first guy in Bible school to get, get up charges on stabbing a classmate. I said, I'm trying to pay attention. Doug Jones was teaching faith. I said, dude, this is how we're going to change our life. You over here with a pencil dipstick. Here's 20 bucks. Go buy a box and stop bugging me. I'm going to stuck him with the thing. Get away. Stop touching me. I got to pay attention. You got one of those goofy friends you sit with. Where are we going to lunch? What time is this over? What time are we going to get out of there? They texting you, tweeting you. Lock your phone up. Look at that scripture. Leave it up there. Blessed is the man that walketh not. Counsel means what? I can't get my advice from these people. No, you can't take no advice from these lost people. They'll get you. Un, they'll try to undo what God did. Right. You see what I'm saying? So you get it? They will. They will. You start talking about the blessing of Abraham. <laughs> what you say? Who's Abraham? Go back over here. Galatians three. All right. You all right? Come on. You see it? Look at this. So you got Galatians three and seven. We're gonna keep going. And, and look, 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 knowing ye that therefore which are the faith, know ye therefore that they which are of the faith, the same are the children of Abraham. So you in the faith, you just became a child of Abraham. Why is that? Because Abraham was the first man that showed up with faith. And you came in through the lineage of Abraham. Okay? You see it? Now we're born of Jesus. You understand all this stuff. But how do we get into become born again? We need Abraham. Abraham's faith. And Abraham believed God, and it was credited unto him unto righteousness. You look at Romans chapter 4, you can see it. Don't go to Romans chapter 4. For time's sake, you can read it when you go home. Romans said this. He said, against hope, believed in hope, Abraham, considered not yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, nor the body being dead, 
but he believed God and was accredited basically a place of righteousness because he understood that he didn't care what it looked like. He walked by faith and not by sight. Come on, see it? Who quickened the dead and called those things that be not as though they were? That's it right there. The grace, it's a grace factor, though. That's what you got to get. You can't work for it. Because everybody misses, everybody misses Romans 4 and then just goes, oh, calls those things that be not. Read the scripture before. It's like 16. He says this. It was grace that did it. He didn't get none. He, how are you going to work for this? You got to believe it. You see what I'm saying? See, here's the thing where change comes. Change comes because the fruit of what you receive should be changing you. Most people get it and go, oh, I got it, and then they don't cultivate. You have to cultivate. You have to become a living sacrifice sooner or later. That's got to happen. That's Romans 12. You know this stuff. You got to become a living sacrifice. Well, I'm not. I, well, the minute you don't like it, it's probably getting good. You got to sacrifice. We don't talk like this in church no more. Are you comfortable? Everybody feel good? You like it? You want popcorn? Should I get you some drinks? We'll get cup holders. Look, I'm not trying to make it harder. I'm not trying, you know what I mean? I'm not, they wanted to have church at the Cobb. I said, are you crazy? These people have to sleep now. You put them in that layback chair, they're going to all fall out. <laughs> Remember we went to that movie? Everybody liked that Cobb. Like, woo, look at this, power seats. Can you imagine that on a Sunday? That'll be next. Somebody will do it. They're probably doing it now. Look, I'm not trying to say you got to be uncomfortable, but, you know, but you got you to have change. You got to have like, oh, man, I got to be nice. You know, I got to work on being kind. How about you? I got to work on being a person of love. How about you? I got to work on fruit of the spirit. How about you? I got to work on, how about you? Don't you? Look, all right, keep going. Look at verse eight. You all right? Come on, here we go. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, that is the lost people. So how's God going to justify lost people? Through faith. So they came into faith. Now, well, here's what happened. When you believed, you got born again. You, when you believed through faith, you received, you became a child of Abraham. Okay? You came in through the lineage of Abraham's faith. Abraham believed God. It was accredited to him what? Righteousness. That means what? Until Jesus did what he was going to do on the cross. We got it. He got it. We got it because we got Jesus. You understand? Does that make sense? See it? So what do you say there? And what? And said this. And he said that God would justify the heathen through what? Faith. Okay, what do he do? Preach before the gospel on Abraham. Now, wait a minute. Go slow. Preach before the gospel on Abraham. He preached the gospel to Abraham way in the beginning when nobody even heard the gospel. You know what I'm saying? That's why he got, he got righteousness on credit. Is that, is that like this? All right, so what's it? Years before, I don't have numerology figured out here, but I can go find out if you want, but who cares? Years before Jesus was going to do what he did on the cross, Abraham believed God here and got what Jesus was going to do over there. Does that make sense? That's why you come in through Abraham's faith, because Jesus came in through Abraham's faith. Yeah, Jesus didn't get here by himself. He came in through the faith of Abraham. Oh, here we go. You, yeah, you know that? Well, he didn't just show up. Okay, you guys are great. I love you. Because you pulled. He didn't just show up because he's God. I'm going to show up in the earth. No, he needed somebody to believe him to get in the earth. If somebody don't believe him, he can't get in. That's why God, don't get mad at God. He needs your faith to work with him to get the things done. He needs somebody to believe him. And if you don't believe him, guess what? He can't do it. Well, why in the world can't he do it? He's God. He just does what he wants. No, no, no. Lose that sovereign thing and get rid of it. Because I'm telling you right here and now, that puts everything on God and not on you. Take it on you and know if something happened sovereignly, somebody prayed. I'm convinced of that. How you say that? Because look, man, then, then be like, oh, hey, oh I don't got to do nothing. He gives you what you want, gives you what you want, gives you. No, 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 no. Faith makes God move. Okay, you understand? Faith makes God move. Anybody tell you anything different, they're telling you a lie. Faith makes God move. You say it makes God move, it makes God move. 
He'd look over a thousand. He said, uh, uh, it's Second Chronicles or one of them places over there says, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the earth, seeing who can make himself strong or show himself strong. He's looking for faith. So Abraham had to believe God, but Abraham's a liar. Yeah, Abraham's a liar. He's messed up. See, here's the thing. You tried to disqualify yourself based upon your character. Abraham had to shape up, but he was still the father of faith. You don't think he lied? Sure he lied. Lied all over the place. It's okay, though. I'm not going to call the guy a liar. He's still a great man, but guess what? He did lie. Okay. So guess what, though? God can use anybody. Faith, faith and character work two different dimensions. He'd love for your character to catch up, and he did change. I'm not going to paint a bad picture of the man, but please understand this. He wasn't perfect. Okay? And he had a lot of questions. Okay, let's get off that, right? Abraham lied about Sarah. Come on, tell the truth. He lied to God. We didn't laugh. Yes, she did laugh. He lied to God. God didn't have a problem with it. He said, she laughed. You laughed too, bro. Come on. I would laugh too. Come on, stop. God's okay with your humanity as long as you can keep your spirituality going the right direction. He'll work out your character. Come on, with fear and trembling. Let's read the Bible, though. So before it, he believed it, got it on credit. That's why the people before can get it. What justified the heathen through what? Faith. What justified the heathen through what? Faith. Preach what? Gospel saying what? Keep going. In thee. Oh, you better get this. In you. Shall all the nations be? What? You just said in Abraham. I thought Jesus was doing. No, 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 no. You got to pull it together. That's a good thing to do, too. It's a team play. It's a team project. It, you getting this? Yeah, you all thinking. In thee shall all nations be blessed. Why is that? Because the blessing came on you the minute you believed. And you put it on the lineage that was going to come from you. And we are, now watch. Did you get it? Okay? You cool? Let's just read it and then we come back. We got a month for this. Go to verse 9. And ye, keep going. So they which are the faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. You are the faith? Then you blessed with faithful Abraham. Watch this. Your unfaithfulness cannot be undoing what his faithfulness got you. I'm going to say that again. Pay attention. Your unfaithfulness cannot undo what his faithfulness got you. It, look, you know what I'm what I mean? Where I'm slipping a little bit, it can't undo because of what he did, it gave it to me. Keep going. Look at verse 10. We're going to keep rolling. Just write it. For as many are of the works of the Lord are under the curse. Once you start working, the curse kicks in. Do you mean by, you know what? Well, I'm going to get it. I'm going to, no, 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 no. Don't start working. You didn't get it by working, so don't start working. Now, keep a job. You understand what I'm saying? Somebody will take this all, whack it all out, right? You got to work, but here's the thing. My, my job ain't my source. It's a seed bank. Right. See, when you start talking like that, you lose half the church, but you ain't half the church. You're the, you the 2% of the world changers in the church. Yeah, this different kind of play. Well, I'm happy. I, I, I'm going to learn something change the world. You're the 2% of world changers. You see that? I need a seed. Man, when you really get a revelation of money, it don't even look like money no more. It just looks like seed. I just need seed. Give me seed. Money show up, it's seed. I need seed. Why? Because this is what I'm seeing. The earth is cursed, but I'm blessed. See, you got to understand something. You're walking through a cursed land. It's cursed. The earth is staying cursed. I got news for you. Now, where you are, it's blessed. But yeah, that's why that earth's always going to fight you. 
Let me tell you something about the devil. He can delay you, but he can never deny you. He'll bring delay, though. He's a little bit of a nitwit with that. He'll try to delay you, but he can never deny you. God will always come through. Just sit there and hang on. Laugh at him. Ha, ha, I can't get me. Got you. Look, right? For it is written, curses everyone that continueth. Watch. Read it. Wait, wait, wait go back. I, I, I messed it up. Sorry. For as many as are of the works of the Lord under the curse, for it is written, curses everyone that continue not in all the things which, now you're good, are what? Written in the book of the law to do them. So basically saying this, you can't fulfill the law. So if you try to start fulfilling a little bit of it, you're not. That's why like you ever go to a church that got all those commandments on the wall? That's crazy. You can't live none of them things. That's, that's, that's bondage in its best. Thou shalt not this, thou shalt not that, thou shalt not. Man, you can't live that. Jesus, Jesus told you, man, the only one who can live that is me. That's why, you know why God gave us the law? To show us we're sinners. 400 years, the church walked without God. So he said, I got an idea. Tell Moses, go up there and come talk to me. He brought down tablets and said, live by this. Once the people seen the tablets, they said, we can't do it. He said, I know. That's why you need me. The law was shown to man to show him he's a sinner, not to show him he's a saint, not to try to produce sainthood in you. The law showed up to show you you a sinner and you need a savior. Hey, that's why we celebrate Christmas. My savior showed up to set me free from the hell I was trapped in. Come on. Praise the Lord. That's why it's a gift. It's free. This is what's going on. Watch this, though. Watch 11. Keep going. We do. We're good on time. Give me. I, I can make three minutes go a long way. What? But not that no man. Now watch. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it's evident. For the just shall live by faith. So you can't show up with your works and go, God, look how good I am. But what's the problem? The minute you get trouble, that's what you do. You get money trouble, you're like, I've been tired for 20 years. Be quiet. Don't try to show God your works. I mean, I, I, I'm sick in body. I've been, I went to, I, my, my attendance for the last 10 years has been perfect. Don't be quiet. Don't try showing God what you did. Don't try showing God your great day. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. Woo-hoo! I live by faith and not by sight. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm more happy than you are, but I'm preaching myself happy. Watch. And the law is not of faith. But the man that doeth them shall live in them. Say, get rid of the law. You understand what he's saying? He said, don't live all bound up like you, you're going to perform. Watch 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse. Now, wait a minute. Better pay attention. The law has a curse attached to it. Remember, you ever read Deuteronomy 28? The blessings in the curse? Guess what's attached to the law? The curse. What happens when I remove the law? I remove the curse, and I live by grace. See it? Or see it? When you take the law and go, I'm going to live by the law, you just put yourself under the curse. So you got to live by grace in faith. See this? Law and the curse, grace and faith. Got it? Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone that hangeth on a tree. So why did Jesus go on a tree? Pay the price for the curse. Pay the price for the law. He took care of the curse and the law hanging on a tree. Remember, he said it is finished. He fulfilled the law. Did you get that? Want to know what? When he fulfilled the law. Remember, he said it's finished. He fulfilled the law. He fulfilled, he fulfilled Abrahamic covenant when he did that on the cross. But I said this. He destroyed the curse when he went under hell and defeated the Satan and all his whole cohorts. You get that? I'm going to say that again. You never heard that. He fulfilled the law on the cross. He said, it is finished. What was he doing? He was fulfilling what Abraham's covenant required, the law. But he had to go under the earth to beat the curse. 
He went under there as a man, stripped of the anointing, and defeated him straight up, the perfect sinful man, and took back everything. He took the keys of the kingdom and broke the curse of the law. He broke it all wide open because of what he did. Curses everyone that hangeth on a tree. Keep going. Watch. We're going to go. That the blessing of Abraham might. Everybody say might. might. You better underline it in your Bible. Might. Might. Come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. What you mean might? Based on revelation of what you understand. It's a teeter-totter. Well, I don't know if that's really for me. It's not. Because, see, you can't take this thing by sight. You got to take this thing by faith. You can't look, so you can't look at where you're at and tell me, well, you know, I got it. No, 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 go slow. Don't look at where you're at. Look at what you believe. What you believe will change where you're at. Okay? That the blessing of Abraham might, why did he say might? Might come on revelation. It's, 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 it's conducent to revelation. If you have the revelation, it'll come on you. If not, you'll still live, you'll live half in and half out of this thing. So just go all in. It's the Bible. I'm not reading nothing else but the Bible. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might, there's that word again, receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So now you're wide open to this thing, right? You believe in me, right? Look what it says in verse 15. We're going to go. Brethren, I speak not after the men. What? He said, this ain't natural. You can't talk like a natural human and understand this. So I'm speaking to you like a mortal man. I'm speaking to you like a spirit man. Though it be a man's covenant, yet it be confirmed, no man can disannul. You know what he's saying? He said, if you make a man contract, you could break that mess. This ain't an attitude here. You ever go, you ever, get, you ever see lawyers? I hang out with those lawyers. Them guys can get you in and out. They'll tell you. Lawyer could he rewrite. Man, contracts don't mean jack. Tell the truth. We got contracts nowadays, they're a joke. Some loophole in it, they get you out. Come on. He ain't said, no, 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 you don't understand. This ain't like a man's contract. This ain't a man deal. This is a God deal. And the God deal was so good, he told man, go to bed. Remember Abraham tried to get involved? He said, go to sleep, bro. You're going to mess it up. He put him to bed. God and Jesus made a perfect covenant, which no man can disannul. That means you can't take nothing in and add nothing out. This contract can't be jacked around with. This contract can't be played with. This contract cannot be moved. This contract lasts forever. And here's the good part. If you stay in line with it, it'll bless you. But if you get out of line with it, it'll put a curse on you, even though you're the Christian. Now, what you mean? Jesus redeemed you, but you can live under it. That don't mean, that means this, you don't have to live subjected to what the earth lives subjected to, but you will if you don't walk in the blessing. God won't do it, but you'll put yourself under it. Does that make sense? It ain't like God going like this, oh, I'm going to put this on you. No, God's like, the earth's curse. If you live under them rules, you're going to stay in that curse. I'm going to come out with a different system. You understand what that means? Like, if you're in the system of the earth, man, deal with it. Oh, man, I got somebody. Look, don't get mad at me. This ain't about you. This is not about you. But you better look at me and you better get this. I got somebody. Well, you know, I'm broke. I said, you give? No, I don't give. That's why you broke. That's the reward of the person that don't give. Broke. Right. Oh, you think I'm playing when I'm up here? Tithe, give, do your stuff? I'm talking about your life. I say, what's this doing for me? I don't get somebody writing me a check. I'm talking about you. That's the reward of the non-giver. Broke. How's it feel? That's so hard. You're so hard. I'm the truthest guy you ever met in your life. That's the God's honest truth. You're sick. You're going to stay sick till you get some faith. This marriage is jacked up. It's staying jacked up till you open that book and say, I'm going to be a man of God and you're going to be a woman of God. I'm going to do my part. You're going to do your part. You're going to start playing games and goofing off. It's the Bible said. 
He said, love her. I got all these jerks show up. Oh, you know this woman, this woman, this woman. That woman's the greatest thing you ever got in your life. Why don't you start loving her like Jesus told you to love her and stop playing games, ding dong. Oh, I don't like you, pastor. Yeah, no dough, bro. I know exactly what you're doing. I don't like I'm telling you the truth. And nobody's been in for marriage counseling for about the last four months, so don't worry. There's nobody directed at anybody. But I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you, oh, you right. You right. No, you ain't right. You got to grow up. You got to grow up and listen to somebody and trust somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I, I love my wife. Yeah, I know. God brought her into your life to destroy you. Praise be to God. Welcome to the club. She will put you on your knees, bro. You know what? Some of you guys rough and tough. I'm rough, tough. She will break you. She will make you cry. <laughs> yeah, y'all big men, macho man. You be crying. She will make you cry. <laughs> yeah, right? And then when you cry, you'll be like, oh, Jesus. Then you're going to remember me. You're going to see my face. Oh, Pastor Chris was right. This is what he's talking about. <laughs> Why not listen to him in the office? Because you got to be hard-headed. Come on. Listen to me. I'm helping you. I'm helping you. See what he said? Pop that up there. Leave it. We got to go. Oh, Jesus. We got to go. Right? Come on. I speak not up there. This covenant is so good. You got to do what it says. I'm not trying to con you, coerce you, push you, smoke and mirror you. You got to do what that book says. I ain't going to forgive. Then you in trouble. God ain't going to answer your prayers. Why in my life? God don't answer your prayers. But that's not what I think. You don't know enough about what you're thinking about. I know more than you. Because I know what the Bible says. You can't undo it. Well, I don't agree with it. Well, too bad whether you agree with it or not. Did you like coming in the family of God? Did you like coming in the kingdom? Did you like salvation? Hey, it's a benefit package. It's called walk in love. I didn't want to do it, did you? But then I said, wait a minute, now what you're saying? He said, well, if you don't love them, I can't love you. Oh, stop. I'll love you all day long. He's not mean. See, that's the, you want to know what's crazy? You can play because I'll go all day. It's the power of grace, but grace is harder than the law. Remember I told you that? You know what the law said? Oh, if you, if you stone somebody, if you kill somebody, you're to be killed. You know what the New Testament says? You hate somebody in your heart, it's as good as murder. What's harder? Grace. But guess what? Grace is not weakness. Grace is power that I can forgive. Look, I know you guys have been through some stuff. I'm not being hard with you. I'm not trying to be hard with you, like, I'll oh, give them a hard time. I love you, and I want you to understand it. You can't undo it. I tried to get around it. I tried to get over it. I tried to dig a hole under it. I tried to hop, skip, and jump around it. You, ain't, you can't skip through the loo, my darling, around this thing. You got to go right into this thing. You got to go right into this thing and let it change you and go, God, you know what? I'm jacked up in some of my thinking. Help me. I got some mindsets that need to be eradicated. Look what it says, and I'm going to leave you right here. Watch. Go, go right there. Pop that up there real quick. I hope you didn't leave me, right? I know you didn't. Watch. No man can just know. You can't mess it up. Keep going. Give me the back half of it. You're doing great. Everybody look up here. Look up here. Look up here. Go. And add it there too. That means you can't add and go. Watch 16 and 17. I'm going to help you. Now to Abraham and to his seed. Who's the seed? Who's the seed? You are. You are. Who's the seed of Abraham? You are. He said he's the father. Then we the seed. You came in through Abraham. And the seeds were what? Promises made. And he said not the seeds as of many but the one. He's talking about the Holy Spirit in you could create every promise you've ever seen in that Bible. Which is Christ. That's you, the anointed one and his anointing in you. 
come on. The anointed one living in me. The power of God living in me. The Holy Ghost on the inside of me. Look what it says. Keep going. One more scripture. I'll let you go. And this I say that this covenant which was confirmed before of God in Christ, the law, which was 400 years and what? 30 years after cannot disannul. That it should make the promise of God another face. And nothing can break this law that God gave you because of Abraham's covenant. Look at the last verse. Pull it up. I think it's like 2026 or something like that. 326 or 327. I got to go because we got to go. Stand up on your feet. Look at this right now. It's the last verse of Galatians 320. But after the faith is come, we are no longer under its schoolmaster. That's not the last one. For you are all the children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. 29. And if ye be Christ. Are you Christ? Hey. Are you Christ? You all belong to Christ in here? Y'all alone on Christ in here. Hello, you belong to Christ in here? Are you a Christian? Look at your neighbor and ask him because somebody maybe got to get saved today. Are you a Christian? Look at your other neighbor and say, you a Christian? Then you are who? Abraham's seed and an heir. An heir. Don't that sound like royalty? I'm an heir. Woo, what's that? Woo, that sound good. I'm an heir. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm an heir. Turn around tell the person back you. They might be thinking broke. Go, I'm an heir. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't